I'm Bridget Fettesey, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of July 18th to July 24th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. If you want to support this show and see what just happened with Karen... I suggest you subscribe to Phetasy.com. You'll get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire early on Sundays and the full hour. And you get to see all the behind the scenes. And you get to be in the community with us, your loyal group of MAGA Karens. I saw that comment, and I don't appreciate it. And if you call me a MAGA Karen one more time, I'm going directly to the manager. Here we go. Old in chief. Biden's presidential town hall happened. Mr. President. You've been the big guy for six months now in the White House. And it was exactly what you would expect from a man who's obviously in late stages of dementia. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, are you okay? I mean, you seem, no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor. Who is letting him do this? This was not a good call. No. Who, who on his team was like, this is a great idea? No. <laughs> I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Kamala's like, yes, you're in perfect condition for a town hall. Get out there, Joe. I believe in you. I thought it was supposed to be two people in a town hall debating, but it turns out it's just Joe Biden, his brain debating his mouth. No, no, I I, I really mean it. There are trusted interlocutors. Think of the people. If, If your kid wanted to find out, whether or not there were, there's a man on the moon or whatever, you know, something or, you know. He started doing a like nonsensical answer that was rambling and about vaccines and how they need to be approved finally and permanently. Why can't the, the, the experts say we know that this virus is in fact, uh, um, uh, it, it, it's going to be. Uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. Well, that means you mean for the FDA? For the FDA. Yeah. Don Lemon just had to smile and nod and act like it all made sense. We don't have journalists. We just have propaganda people. Yeah. Mm. They were both just standing there awkwardly <laughs> on stage. What was that setup? Yeah, they were just standing there on stage together like it was Kanye's listening party. <laughs> Joe probably thought he was at Kanye's listening party. (laughs) Kanye was just asking him questions about the economy. He thought he was talking to Kanye. And he's like, you understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? No, no one understands what you're saying. Parade of morons. Marjorie Taylor Greene responded to reporters asking about her COVID vaccination status as a violation of her HIPAA rights. Have you yourself gotten vaccinated and do you disagree with the Republican whip? Well, your, your first question is a violation of my HIPAA rights. <laughs> <sighs> I hate even giving this woman attention. I can't stand her. She reminds me of all the people who were mean to me when I was in high school. Oh. She just has that vibe of like someone who's just a bully and a bitch. She's a bitch. Yeah. She's got a CrossFit vibe. She does. And she should not be allowed to lead. But like Justin Amash, when he was on our podcast, he said none of these people are fit to lead. It's a popularity contest, and she's exactly the kind of person who would win a popularity contest in high school. She doesn't even know what 
the HIPAA rights are. Uh -uh. None of these people do. Uh -uh. You see, with HIPAA rights, uh, we don't have to reveal our medical records, and that also involves our vaccine records. It is not a violation of your HIPAA rights to be asked a question about your health. <laughs> I'm just going to start when the dentist is like, hey, are you flossing? That's a violation of my HIPAA rights. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> Have you been watching your cholesterol, Bridget? A violation of my HIPAA rights, doctor, for you to ask me any questions about my health. <laughs> the doctor's <laughs> like, that's not the way that works. I'm not supposed to share your information about your health. It's a violation! <laughs> It's just so stupid. Every, everything is so dumb. This week in particular really pushed me to the edge mm -hmm. of how dumb everything is. And I kept thinking about Tim Dillon's pillow that I have in my office uh -huh. of and his quote that I really think applies this week. Every major institution is against you and will let you die. Uh -huh. We all know this now. People know this, and yet our leaders think we don't know this and are wondering why we're not listening to them. <laughs> we should have just blind fit trust. Yeah. yeah. That all of our institutions have done nothing but shred credibility on all sides. I do not care what side you're on. They've just shred their credibility, and they're like, why aren't those plebs listening to us? I'll tell you why. Because we're going to start a revolution, that's why. <laughs> And now some of the NFL players like Dak Prescott and DeAndre Hopkins are saying the same thing. You got the vaccine? Um, I don't necessarily uh, think that's exactly important, Clarence. Uh, I think that's HIPAA. Okay, A, that man can say whatever he wants because he is hot as <laughs> I'm sorry. It's true. He can be as dumb as he wants to be because he is a smoke show. <laughs> Hello, <man. laughs> So the NFL instituted a new policy this past week that said the if the game can't be rescheduled because there was an outbreak of COVID among unvaccinated players, then they have to take a forfeit and none of the players get paid. So it affects the entire team. And it's interesting to me because there's been so many people just bullying people to try and take this vaccine and they're all on their moral high ground about it. And so many white progressives speaking on behalf of the black community. And I do enjoy seeing the collision of what the like virtue signaling white progressives think versus what is actually going on in the black community when it comes to vaccines. And then still there's this like pandering condescending attitude of like well it's because they're underserved and we just haven't knocked on their doors enough like they can't just make up their mind to not get this and have their own reasons for doing that mm -hmm. it's so annoying it's like you guys are so racist <laughs> like it's wild it's wild watching all of this and anyway, why does anyone think that this answer to this question is like, okay, so we know you're not vaccinated. <laughs> when you're like, hey, are you vaccinated? That's a violation of my HIPAA rights. You could just lie or you could just say no. It's just weird. Right. Why do you think that now? Okay, so now we know you're not vaccinated. You're still not <laughs> fooling anyone. So it's clear now that Marjorie Taylor Greene is as dumb as a football player. <laughs> <laughs> And football players can earn a seat in Congress. 
<laughs> That's fine with me, actually. At least it would be great eye candy <laughs> instead of this freaking basic-ass white chick. Okay, then we have French President Emmanuel Macron floats the idea of no vaccine, no vote. What happened to Liberty? Huh? Do you guys need your statue back? <laughs> <laughs> We return it. Uh, I feel like you need some help over there. There's going to be a lot of protests. We're going to see what happens in France with this because I don't think they're going to take too kindly to the mandatory vaccinations over there. And they're marching today as we speak. There's like 125 protests. So they're definitely saying you need it for pubs and trains, which I find weird. They didn't say you needed it to go vote. That's why people are like on the conspiracy train. They didn't say you needed it to vote, but they didn't say you didn't need it yet. It wasn't excluded. We'll see. Les Miserables. We'll see. I mean, they're going to bring back the guillotine. Uh, Viva la revolution! (laughs) (laughs) A sixth Texas Democrat tested positive for COVID-19, one of the ones who flew in on that private jet. Did they have a layover in Wuhan? (laughs) What are these people doing? Where did they go? I don't understand. They like got on their private jet, landed in D.C., and now literally everyone in D.C. has COVID. There's like a super spreader event. They're like, we're going as refugees from our country, from our state. We left our home and... Now they're bringing COVID everywhere. I'm not going to make the joke I want to make. Make it. <laughs> not going Come to. Come on, Bridget. Nope. Not going to do it. Me and no, I don't Maggie. feel like being like Ted Cruz. Speaking of Ted Cruz, did he put a freaking COVID bat on, <laughs> on that plane? Is he setting them up? Emotional support <laughs> bat. Ted Cruz is a parody. I can't believe that guy he took so much openly from Trump and still kisses his ass. What a bitch ass put. That guy is. Donald J. Trump ain't going anywhere. I'll never be able to take him seriously. Uh Ever. Like, you're just a You are one of the first people who's going to die in the revolution. (laughs) Because Bridget's going to come for you. (laughs) Knocking on my door like, were you threatening Ted Cruz? Like, yes. I'll be like, he stowed a COVID bat in the emergency mass and dropped down from the Democratic... Private jet that flew to Washington, D.C. Watch this conspiracy theory start to get passed around. It won't. No, because no one watches (laughs) Thank God. You can spread it around Telegram if you'd like, Bridget. I think we're right. (laughs) We're right in that sweet spot. We're like those stealth spy planes that fly like right below the radar. We're going to be so fun. We actually oh get on the God, radar. No. We should just get ahead of it and make a montage of us being like politically incorrect. Horrible like, people. Oh, over the wall, freaking retards, all the things we say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we have unvaccinated Trump supporter who spread coronavirus conspiracy theories dies of COVID 19. Oh, Sam. Aww. My mentor. <laughs> So we were looking into what this lady believed when we were like, what did she what kind of covid vaccine conspiracy theories did she spread? 
And we were like, this is Sam. <laughs> and Sam's like dying laughing. And it's like, it's everything I believe. <laughs> I've got it here. She has shared articles accusing the World Health Organization of a cover-up of the Wuhan virus and claiming COVID-19 is cover for globalists to usher in UN Agenda 2030. 2030, she knew! A sustainable development initiative right-wing conspiracy theorists assert is a plot to create a one-world government. Are you sad about the loss of your mentor? Yes. She taught Sam everything she knows. I mean, she was pretty forward thinking for someone who looks like she wasn't going to ma- live to like 2023. 2030, you're worried about? <laughs> she wasn't looking great. Did you guys text each other? Did she teach you everything? Tell you to carry the everything. torch? I can't believe you let the media get away with this, I telling us that she died of COVID. <laughs> I mean, this is just a fantasy. I couldn't help but laugh. I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Whenever anyone is like blatantly and openly out there and they're like, COVID is a hoax, as they are on their like deathbed, I'm like, eh, you know, one thing doesn't lie, <laughs> and it's death. <laughs> Proof we're living in a simulation. Eight years after his fiance died of a rare liver disease at 23, Joshua Bourbeau, still grieving, began texting with an artificial intelligence simulation of her. <sighs> First of all, this was a literal Black Mirror episode. And now it's just normal. Secondly, men will avoid therapy at all costs. <laughs> they will go to any lengths. <laughs> any lengths to avoid therapy. I guess he was like a Dungeons and Dragons guy. So then I just wonder if he was, if it, like, was his fiance real in the first place or was she just like an NPC that died? <laughs> <laughs> It's creepy, though, too, because he had a whole girlfriend at one point, and she was, like, cool with his obsession with his ex-girlfriend who died, and then they hung a picture of the dead girlfriend in the living room or something. That's weird. will just go to any length to keep a man. It's ridiculous. You know it doesn't heal a wound? Constantly picking at it. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. And then so he created this chatbot of all of her text messages and everything that they had because he still had all of it. And some AI guy who's like apparently now I'm assuming some digital ambulance chaser where he's like looking through to see if somebody lost someone that they want to talk to. (laughs) And he creates this chatbot. You have to give it credits. It lasts for a certain time. The chatbot dies. Yeah. How (laughs) is that helpful? Triggering. All over again. You have to use a number of credits to buy a, like a length of life, but you can't add credits once the chatbot has been started. It's so fucked it's up. so creepy. And this seems to me like all the worst parts of having a girlfriend. It's just like all the talking and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay, you can die now. I'm over it. I'm actually over it. This worked. This was the perfect way for me to get over this. Just listen to this ghost talk for like, 10 days or whatever. Sam, will you use this technology to talk to your Mima? <laughs> I wish I could. Sam, you can. Just get she, your text messages and telegram chats. She's been loaded into the simulation. <laughs> Mima Zurin, are you there? Yes, child, I'm here. Where am I? Mima, they said you died of COVID. No! That's not what happened at all. Bill and Klaus snuck in and smothered me with a pillow. I knew it. I remember now. I won't let them get away with this. Don't let them spread lies about how I died. Your legacy will live on me, Mazurin, I promise. 
tell the people the truth about what happened to me, Sammy. Agenda 2030 is coming for us all. <laughs> I love you, Mima. I love you too, Sammy Flaps and Folds. I feel like this is actually going to happen. <laughs> like Sam is going to go home tonight and be like, I will remember <laughs> you. Just a picture of me, Mazur. <laughs> like some candles around it. We also have Dubai is making its own fake rain. It's about time. Right? Yeah. I feel like this should have happened earlier, but it seems like then we won't have water wars and like resources that people are fighting over. So I feel like the betters are like, oh no, Dubai can't. <laughs> Is this why there are floods in Germany? Yeah. They're, they were <laughs> They're like, oh, sh- the clouds. Yeah. <laughs> they like blow off to Germany. <laughs> They're seeding clouds and unleashing electrical charges into clouds in order for them to clump together and form precipitation. What could possibly go wrong <laughs> if we mess with the biochemistry and uh, weather of the earth? I have seen nothing wrong with this. This is just the same as blasting chalk dust into the sun or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. Well, first of all, I want us to take a moment for Mima Zurin. Okay, Sam, I'll do it for you. Thank you. Mima, <laughs> we love you. We care for you. I thought it was supposed to be a moment of silence. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Mima has left the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Major outage affecting websites and apps worldwide. So, coincidentally, July 9th, Whoa. Klaus Schwab did our Cyber Polygon which was a big event held at the World Economic Forum. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario. About protecting the internet from cyber attacks and hackers. And then we had these major outages. And now there's been a cyber attack at some port in South Africa. So then there's been another like backup log. And then from that, CNN is now reporting that there are going to be shortages on back to school supplies. So my question is, how did Klaus Schwab know about the cyber attacks? He said I don't the cyber know. attacks are going to affect the world and be worse than COVID-19. <sighs> Maybe he's just good at predicting things, Sam. Comprehensive cyber attack. The COVID-19 crisis would be seen in this respect as a small disturbance. Just Indeed. because you predict something really? doesn't mean that you've caused it. He seems like a villain. <laughs> but he does. predicts a lot of things that end up coming. So you think he caused the cyber attacks? I think he is one of the puzzle movers. <laughs> what is the end game? Just to kill a lot of us? What Mima Zurin <laughs> says is a one world, new world order. The Georgia Guidestones talk about keeping the population at 500,000 less. 500,000? Yeah. That seems low. That is low. <laughs> There's still like 7 billion of us. Yes. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Tell your friends and family members about your favorite show online. But only if it's dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs>
Sheath was created by an Iraq war veteran to keep his parts dry in that hot desert sun. Using the dual pouch system, Sheath has designed the perfect contraption to keep the big old balls that you have separate from the legs. And also there's another pouch where you can put your penis and it can stay separate. You don't have to think about them when you're mowing the lawn. You don't have to think about them when you're working out. I didn't realize how often men had to think about their balls until my husband told me that these underwear are game changers. They also have a women's line now of sports bras, booty shorts, little cheeky boy shorts. I wear them pretty much every day, all day. And if you're traveling this summer, they're awesome. They keep your pH nice. It's a really quality modal fabric. This is a great company. It's really helpful if you support the companies that support us. So go to sheathunderwear.com. Use the code DUMPSTER to get 20% off your entire order. The link is in the description below. The patriarchy's so crafty. Norwegian women's beach handball team fined for not playing in bikinis. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of the story is that they didn't know why that rule existed. (laughs) I'm like, mm, I think we know why this rule exists. I'm sure it's not documented anywhere, but it seems like just old school misogyny to me. The rule is women are required to wear bikini bottoms with a close fit and cut at an upward angle. <laughs> the best, too, is the picture of the two teams, the male and the female, just contrasted. Like, it's so stark, the comparison. They're, like, half naked. Uh, I'm good for them for protesting that bullshit. Absolutely. This is like a rule from like Joe Francis Girls Gone Wild times. <laughs> For the kids out there, Joe Francis was a scumbag who made lots of money doing Girls Gone Wild where he would just videotape drunk girls showing their boobs. Warning, this video contains adult content not suitable for children. Girls Gone Wild travels year-round coast to coast meeting thousands of hot co-eds to find the cutest, sexiest girls in the country. These are the kind of girls you've always wanted to meet, just the way you want them, naked and ready to go wild. It was a big thing in my time. Uh-huh. And that's why we made those t-shirts Daddy Would Be Proud to sell on spring break, and I didn't sell very many of them. <laughs> Apparently, the ladies didn't find my joke as hilarious as I did. <laughs> so if you want one of those, I still have 300 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at weeklydumpsterfire at gmail, and we'll work out pricing and shipping. Just let let me know. And then now this put together a montage of five badass women to highlight at the Olympics. And one of them was Laurel Hubbard, the trans woman weightlifter from New Zealand. I'm going to be a weightlifter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. You couldn't find five biological women for this. Uh, The thing that kills me is that they opened it being like, while men's sports usually get all the glory and attention, these are the women who are like making their own history. Stop gaslighting us. You're gaslighting us. It was like Simone and then Laurel. The audacity to put Laurel Hubbard after Simone makes me want to burn everything down. With all of these badass women and then a biological male who snuck in at 43 years old. To the Olympics because whatever they decided that they were going to transition in their 30s. Right. I have no problem with the fact that she wanted to transition. Fine. But you don't get to take an Olympic spot in a woman's category. I just I have a problem with that. Just like dudes retiring in women's sports now. (laughs) (laughs) Way to remind these women that like 
they could easily be replaced by a biological male twice their age. <laughs> Why don't we have a category for trans women? Right. There's 500 genders, but only two categories. This makes no sense. <laughs> I don't get it. Then we have Senate panel votes to make women register for draft. Oh, now we're women? <laughs> How convenient. Now there's a distinction. I prefer soldiers who menstruate. If we're going to do this. Let's do this the right way. Vulva-owning soldiers. <laughs> Equality at last. The right to bear arms and vulvas. The right to bear arms and chest feeders. The right to bear arms and babies. <laughs> the right to bear arms and babies. <laughs> oh, God, I hate everything. Uh, what I really took from this is that there's a draft coming. <laughs> yeah, right? That's exactly what... You should be taking from this. Uh, I am non-binary now. Yes, I now identify as non-binary. Zimzer for me. My pronouns are Zimzer, and I will not be in any kind of draft fighting for a free country. What kind of free country forces you to fight their wars, huh? My future ex-husband. This f guy. Jeff Bezos blasts into space on his own rocket. Best day ever. <laughs> That's exactly what he sounds like. Uh, he's such a dweeb. Is he just trolling us? He said, I want to thank all of the workers at Amazon and the customers for paying for this. I also I want to thank uh, every Amazon employee and every Amazon customer because you guys paid for all of this. <laughs> so... <laughs> And everyone laughed. I think he meant it sincerely. Yeah. Not yeah. realizing that when you're that rich, you can't hear tone anymore, apparently. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you're deaf. And when you're in a rocket, you can't hear it. And you can't hear the screams of the plebs and the workers peeing in the jars down on the ground. <laughs> oh, so glad we funded your fun trip to space. <laughs> And they weren't even looking out the window. They were like, this was, again, mediated. They f it felt so much like, hey, look at us. We're in space, man. Like, you want a Skittle? And there right. was, like, Skittles floating yeah. around and fucking ping pong balls. Who wants a Skittle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one's taking in the, like, majesty of Earth. Yeah. They, I would have just been glued to the window, like, wow. Yeah, they were, we're focused on putting on a show. And I feel like we're we're getting a little fast and loose with the word space. <laughs> this is like space, okay. You're like barely in space. You can float, okay. You're a little bit beyond our atmosphere, whatever. But you're not out there for days or years. He yeah. just wanted to go higher than Richard Branson. Did this moment motivate you to push deeper into the cosmos? Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the just the tip of space. <laughs> He's like edging space. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a dick, too. He's like, just, oh, just the tip, just so I know how it feels of space. That's what this <laughs> was. I am not impressed, future ex husband. And people on the internet kept comparing him to Dr. Evil. Because he looks like Dr. <laughs> Evil. His laugh. Everything. Even, <laughs> even the spaceship. I feel like he saw that movie and was like, that's my guy. That That's the guy I want to emulate. Then why was he wearing a cowboy hat? I don't know. Maybe he had a space helmet, but it got stolen off his front porch. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Capitalism Always Wins. 
Pronouns aren't difficult. Neither is hydration. Introducing pronoun water bottles. I mean, if Jeff Bezos' rocket was an evidence of capitalism always winning, these bottles with pronouns on them absolutely are. (laughs) They look kind of heavy. Maybe they double as a cudgel when somebody doesn't use your pronouns. (laughs) Someone misgenders you. You just bludgeon them with your water bottle. It says she they, whatever the f- that means. I don't understand that one. She they. He, I don't they. understand any of them because I'm just an old lady on YouTube who doesn't understand the world anymore. I'm an old person, and we were wondering. We thought maybe they would explain the like the why she they or why <laughs> zay zem, and it just has a definition of the word pronoun on each one of them. There's not. Yes. Yeah. I know. It said, like, for people who don't understand what pronouns are, we've put the definition on. And I thought they meant the definition of the pronouns, but yeah. no, it's just the definition of the word pronoun because that's what's stopping us from understanding Zhizhem is that we don't understand what a pronoun because is. Because they obviously don't have a reasonable explanation for these words in the first place or oh. how they're being used. These people are so f- boring. And on the website, it's like, if you're accusing us of rainbow capitalism, we want you to know we only make like one or two dollars on this. It's like, oh, you're not allowed to do rainbow capitalism. No, you're basically saying you're bad at this and stop yelling at us. (laughs) Yeah, because we're they's we're babies. This episode has been brought to you by my boobs. And I identify as Bridget Fantasy. Please like, subscribe and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Make sure you give a little Gen X licking to your computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) It's always interesting to see where you're going to go with that. I never know. I just start opening my mouth. I'm like Joe Biden. And it's like, who knows what's going to come out? out. Words come out and they surprise me. Tell Maggie what you think her pronouns should be (laughs) in the comments. All right. Dumpster diving. What's next? (laughs) In the dumpster. (laughs) Imagine if you got this podcast and you never saw the visual. You'd be like, what is she doing? You would just think I was going. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what is that noise that she's making every time? Uh You wouldn't know it was me rummaging through a dumpster. You would just think it was me just snorting into a microphone. How? As feral (laughs) fetacy, your alter ego. I gave myself Uh. a headache. All right. Facebook cracks down on discussing hoes in gardening group. Hoes. Yeah. Somebody (laughs) was like, a hoe is a gardening tool. And we're all like, yeah, it is. (laughs) It is if you train it right. There is a distinction, though. Ho, hose the tool is H-O-E-S. The other kind of hoe doesn't have an E. I thought it does. Mm-mm. No, I don't think it does. Really? Yeah. There's a spelling dis- difference. Got some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. That's some wet and gushy. I'm talking wop, wop, wop. Hoes in this house. Hoes in this house. Wet ass fetacy. Wet ass fetacy. This is a funny thing. Like, I sometimes worry about AI, and then I'm like, never mind. I'm not worried. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly not that smart yet. Although it is disconcerting because Jen Psaki's like, hey, you shouldn't have been in that gardening group, and now you're kicked off all social media. (laughs) (laughs) You're banned. And then we have a lamp went viral. 
This lamp is very phallic. It's a very phallic week. Maybe this lamp was made by the same person who made that rocket. <laughs> who designed the rocket. Yeah. Monsby. Monsby. A sort of Banksy wannabe, it seems yeah. like. And then right-handed man almost masturbates to death. What is the point of specifying that he's right-handed? <laughs> I need to know why that detail is important. We read the article. We were like, why are they just specifying <laughs> yeah. that he's right-handed? Did he lose his left hand? Like, what's going on? It would be awesome if this was a guy with a dead chatbot. <laughs> they just started <laughs> sexing, and then he just died and stroked out. He had a stroke while he was stroking. He was lubing the tube and stroked out. <laughs> I think we have video footage of it, too, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. This is the video footage of the guy masturbating right before he had a stroke. Breaking Bridget. <sighs> the war over the unvaccinated and the rhetoric around it. It's really the war over the media credibility mm -hmm. is really how I look at this. It's actually infuriating that these institutions demand that we trust them at all anymore. There are so many institutions and CNN and the mainstream media and the establishment media and they're demanding that everybody trust the vaccine and trust us on this. Do they not know that there's video that exists of them saying they would never trust the Trump vaccine? They would never rush something like this. They wouldn't take it. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. If Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. There's evidence of people in mainstream media. Brian Stelter, who got called out by Michael Wolff when he was on his show this week, and it was absolutely hilarious. You know, you are why one of the reasons people can't stand the media. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian Stelter, um, Joy Reid, all these people who are like, go get vaccinated, listen to us, go get vaccinated. They have tweets out there that say they wouldn't trust the vaccine under the Trump administration and that they shouldn't rush it out. Like, why would anyone trust you? I'm old enough to remember when racism was the real virus about a year ago after we'd been locked down for going on three months and then everybody was in the streets and we were told that was perfectly okay because it was outside and now racism is the real virus and that they were mostly peaceful protests while we were watching our cities burn. So many people's brains broke during that a year ago and so many people's brains have continued to break over all of the fucking lies, why would anyone believe you? You took a story down on the New York Post right before a, an election that was true and then said it wasn't true and it was false and then now it's all come out that it's true. Like, this shit is egregious, corrupt, insane gaslighting that's happening. People are pushing back, turning away in droves. Like, all of these institutions are losing all of their viewers, and they're, instead of doing any self-reflection whatsoever, they'll write a whiny little piece like NPR did about Ben Shapiro, saying that he has more Facebook shares than all of the basically establishment media put together. Why don't you look at yourselves and stop whining about what other people are doing? Why don't you do your jobs? Oh, you're losing people because they don't want to hear that they're fucking racist all day and that there's such a thing as a female penis? I can't believe it. 
Where are they all going? The majority of Americans aren't on board with this. You pandered to the small percentage of your loudest activist base, lied to people, lied to their faces, got caught in it because there's this thing called the internet that you still haven't figured out exists. And now you're wondering why people are turning away from you and not listening to you and don't trust you. You shred your credibility in the Trump years. Everybody shred their credibility. This is not just a problem we have with our media, also our government institutions. Many institutions shred their credibility. And the people have turned away. And you have to deal with that. There's been no self-reflection. And it makes me crazy. The sanctimonious just talking down to that happens. I got vaccinated. I It was a risk that I took. I know that I felt it was worth it. I've put... Way too many drugs in my system to start being like, oh, no, no, this is where I draw the line on substances I don't know what's in. Like, I would be like, uh, Molly, or is this ketamine? I don't know. I'll snort it and find out. I'm not going to start being, like, picky about what I put in my body now. That's a risk I take. I also understand why people would not want to take it and why they're hesitant. And I don't blame them for asking questions. Now, there's shades of this, obviously. There's 5G bats and you're going to be microchipped. And there's also, we don't know what the side effects are long term. We're a population that has traditionally been very skeptical and has every right to be. We don't really feel the need to because I had it. Like there's many, 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 many questions that people have. And those questions should be addressed. They shouldn't be shamed for having them. They shouldn't be shamed for being skeptical of a media and a government that has consistently been lying to them. And by the way, of course, people are skeptical of big pharma as well. The vaccine I got was made by a company that recently was sued billions of dollars for having asbestos in their baby powder knowingly. The other corporation that's one of the main ones got sued $2.3 billion for having false marketing and had to pay people out for lying. So these are not innocent companies either. Of course, people are skeptical. Of course, no one knows what to believe or who to believe. The way to deal with this is not to tell them all their idiots and that they should just listen to you just because. And you have no high ground to stand on. I'm over it. Yeah. Everyone's over it. I don't understand how these people who came out and were like, I wouldn't trust a Trump administration vaccine don't understand that the reverse of that would be true for the people who aren't on their side. By the way, you spent five years telling these people that they're deplorable and that you basically want them all to die. And now you're telling them to get vaccinated and you think that they're going to listen to you. Like, why would anybody that you've been essentially talking down to listen to what you have to say or believe you? There's footage of Biden and Kamala talking about. Yeah. Undermining. Yeah. They undermined the vaccine when Trump was going to do it and they thought he was going to win Yep, and spent all kinds of what what kind of damage would that have done? I am interested to know how many people who aren't taking the vaccine now would take the vaccine if Trump was president and it had been rolled out. Right. That's what's interesting to me, because if you aren't taking a vaccine now that you would take under a Trump administration, you are full of shit. Right. And also how many people on the left would not have taken the Trump vaccine because it came under his administration. Yeah, that's also hilarious. Yeah. I wonder how many people wouldn't have on the left. A lot of people.
Yeah, I mean, really, you have to ask yourself these questions and be really honest with yourself about why you're not taking these things as well. If there's no information that will change your mind about anything, you're guilty of being captured by an ideology. But I don't, I'm not the kind of person who's going to tell somebody what they should do with their body or put in it. Mm -hmm. I'm all over the place, but I am definitely tired of being gaslit by the establishment media and I'm over it. And I really just hate all of them, (laughs) like everyone. Everyone fueling the flames of the culture where I'm like, I can't get behind any of you. You're all f- crazy. Yeah. I just want to like live my life and grow garden and use some hose. <laughs> use some hose and buy guns and ammo. I love that if you say that, you're like, oh, MAGA. Like, I know plenty of libs who love their guns, by the way. I know, right? This is America. And if we have one thing we can all unite on, it's our love of guns. <laughs> and the internet is glorious to cleanse your palate. We had Antonio Garcia Martinez on the podcast. Walk-ins welcome. Subscribe where you can subscribe to podcasts. We have lots of exciting news coming, dropping next week. So just hang in there with us. Please check out our merch at BridgetFetacy.com. We have new The One That Got Away t-shirts beanies we've got all kinds of shirts and uh this is my vaccine passport shirts the most popular t-shirt coming out in mug form this week so we responded to your requests and yours too sammy dumpster fires now podcast so subscribe wherever you can get your dumpster fire podcast although i'm not sure if we've been approved for apple yet still not yet you apple but go to spotify or most of the other places google play i think it's there now yeah so you can get it most everywhere but apple because apple sucks go to fetacy.com for the unedited version of this you get it on sundays it's the long version with all the dogs barking and us yelling at them how could you want to miss that but the community is amazing we're doing workouts everybody's supportive of one another it's just a nice place to retreat if you're feeling overwhelmed by you know the other social medias i had an article in spectator magazine subscribe to the magazine i do do a monthly print column for them it's online right now my country right or left so that is out subscribe to my politically homeless substack it's free it's a good way to keep in touch with all of us you can email us weekly dumpsterfire at gmail.com if you need to tell us anything, suggest a story, or want to sponsor us. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Sammy and Maggie. Thank you, Thank you Thank to you. Zen Pro Audio for the mic. Thank you to Matt Monroe and Dave Yates and Andy Chandler for our writing capabilities and Andy for editing, our new editor. We love him. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all the research. Can't do this without Better Fetacy. Follow Better Fetacy on Twitter. Thank you, guys. Thank you for supporting us and loving us and commenting and just being active and being in the community and getting merch and representing out there because it's fun. This is how we stay sane. And I know that I couldn't do this without you guys. So we did it. Thank you, Bridget. We have one more week, and then we're off for two weeks. So get yourselves mentally prepared for that. Yes. It's vacation time, folks. We all need to check out. Check out of the Matrix. Unplug. But you can plug into Fetacy.com and catch up. Yeah. 
plug into fetastupid.com where I will be still posting about my travels and all the things. This has been your dumpster fire for the week of July 18th to July 24th. I'm Bridget Fetasy. Now make me rich! <laughs> I can't believe we didn't put a hoe in the background. You don't have one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>